We're learning the first Tzicha on Chamishasa Ba'av in Chelek Chavdalid on page 47. This Tzicha is a Hadrin on Mesechta Tainus, which speaks about the day of Chamishasa Ba'av. One of the many Hadronim of the Rebbe on the Mesechta, you have another one here in this Krach, you have one we learned already in Chelek Yutes. So here, this is a Hadron on the Mesechta that will focus on one of the details, and the Rebbe has a beautiful pshat in the Gemara here, and explaining that detail, and Bechlal, the whole Indian of the Yom Tev of Chamishos above. The Shir today is being learned, Lila Nishmas, Rabbi Yosef ben Yamin, ben Rabbi Menashe Kaltman. If then was the Mishnah Zakt, Lehoi Yomim Tevim Li Yisrael, Kachamishos above, V'chuyayim HaKippurim. So the Mishnah says that there are no Yomim Tevim for Yidin that compares to the 15th of Av and Yom Kippur. So the Gemara brings a few reasons that Amiraim said regarding what is so great about the Yom Tif of the 15th of Av. The first reason the Gemara says is, This is the day that the Shvatim were allowed to marry one another. As we'll see later in the Sikha in detail, in, in Chumash, in the end of Chumash Bamidbar, it says that those women, of a Shevet that had no brothers, and they inherited from their father his properties, they're not allowed to marry into a different Shevet, because then what ends up happening is the properties they inherited gets inherited either by their children or by their husband, which is from another Shevet. So you cause this property that belonged to one Shevet to not go over to another. So they're not allowed to marry into another Shevet. Now this Isser was the first generation when they came into Eretz Yisrael, but then the next generation and Chamisha Sabaav, the Chachamim Darshan, then said that anyone could marry whichever Shevet they wish, and they took off this limitation. So that's the first reason of why this is such a great Yom Tif. The next reason, Yom Shukolobay Meisim Midbar. On this day, the Meisim Midbar from the time of the Chet of the Miraglim. So every year on Tishabav, the Yidden would dig their own grave, and the generation of the Midbar slowly passed away throughout those following 39 years until the generation all passed away, and then they came to Teretz Yisrael. Now, the last year, they dug a grave, and they didn't know if this was the last year or not, and then Chamish HaSibav, they saw the moon is full, they understood that they're not going to pass away this year. So this is the day that this generation that passed away stopped. The third reason, Yoim Shebitl Hoshea Ben Eila, Prusti Yoish Hoshev, Yeravim Ben Avot, Aladrochim Shloyali Yisrael Erega. So Yeravim Ben Avot, which was the first king, that was from Malchi Yisrael. There was the Malchi based David, which began with David HaMelech and Shleimeh, and then Rehovam, the son of Shleimeh. But then the, the kingdom got split when Yeravim ben Avot established his own kingdom and most of the Shvatim of the Yidin followed him. And he did not want the Yidin to follow the kingdom that came from based David, so he created for himself his own place where the Yidin should be a Regal, and they served the Vedazara there. And he placed officers along the way to not allow Yidin to be Eilid Egel. Until Hoshea ben Eilid came, and on this day of Chamisha Asabaav, removed those officers that didn't allow Yidin to be Eilid Egel. The fourth reason, Yoim Shunitna Arugebeit Alekvura. On this day, all the Yidin, many millions of Yidin that were killed in the city of Beitar, which was conquered and destroyed, and all Yidin were annihilated in this city. This was at the time of the Chorbim of the second base of Mikdash. So the Eden were left there unburied. They didn't allow Eden to be buried. And a miracle occurred that the bodies did not decay. And they were able to later bring them to be buried. And it happened on this day of Chamisha Sabav. 
What's himself bring the Gemara? Finally, the Gemara brings a fifth reason. Rabbi and Rabbi Yosef, Tamri Tarvayu, Rabbi and Rabbi Yosef both said, "Yoyim shapasku milichres eitzim lemaracha." This is the day that they stopped cutting the wood that was cut and prepared for the maracha for the fire on the mizbeach. As the Gemara describes in Tainus Barichis, the various different families that would cut wood for the for the eitzim for the that's needed for the karbanos on the mizbeach. But it's on this day, where the heat of the summer is getting a little less, and therefore the wood is not anymore going to be fit for the Mizbeach. So this is the day when they stopped cutting wood for the Mizbeach. And the Gemara explains this with what it says in the Braise, the Tanya, Rabbiliaza, Godloimeh, from the 15th and of going forward, Tashash So the, the heat of the sun gets less. And therefore, they didn't cut the wood for the fire on the Mizbeach, because the wood is not dry enough, and therefore it's possible that worms should get into the wood, the moisture of the wood, and therefore it can't be brought on the Mizbeach. In connection with this, Rav Menashe said, And they referred to this day, the 15th of Av, the day of the breaking of the axe because they didn't have to cut any more the wood, so this is the day that they broke the axe. Now, but the Aleph, free the timing, all of the reasons that the Gemara here gives, is fashtandik, it's understood, tog is why this day is a day, a yomtev, a celebration. Because it's a day that something good and beneficial occurred for Yidin. Their bitl v'hefsik, v'nagzeide v'oynish, whether we could say that this is a day that there's a certain decree or punishment stopped, and that's the reason that it says, Yem Shekolowei Meisim Midbar, the Meisim Midbar did not die anymore, Yem Shebitlei Sheya Shalayal Yisrael Regal, the day that Yidin were able to be a Regal once again, or Yem Shenitna Ruge Beita the unburied dead Yidin of the city Beita were able to be buried. So this is all removing something negative on this day. Oder Amilia Chesarin. Or something that was lacking was not lacking anymore. It was all filled. In other words, they were able to do something which was a certain limitation before. And that's the reasons it brings in the beginning. The day that the Shvatim could all intermarry with one another. And Yoim Shuhutar Shevet Bin Yom Lavi the Kol. Whoops, it looks like I missed this before when we read it in the Gemara. So let me just explain what this means. Yom Shehuta Shevet Yom Lavi Bikal is a very terrible story that's described in, in Nach, in the end of Shevetim, about a story with Pelegish Begiva without getting into all the details. After what, the, what was done through someone from Shevet Binyamin, Klal Yisrael made a decree that no woman should marry any man from Shevet Binyamin. But then, after a certain point of time, the Chachamim came and said that that was only made for that first generation, and it was in Hamisha Asabah that they were matter that they should be able to marry back into Shevet Binyamin. So this is also taking off a certain limitation that was there before. So it's understood why there's a reason to celebrate on this day. However, here, regarding this last reason, the Gemara says, The day that they stopped cutting the wood for the fire on the Mizbeach, so there's an obvious question here. What advantage, what good is there about the fact that this is a day that they stopped cutting the wood for the fire on the Mizbeach? And therefore, this day is a yomtev, a celebration. 
und dazu noch ein Yamtov Gadol, was lehoi am Tevim ketesvav ba v'chuyem akipurim. And such a great celebration that this, for this reason alone, as all other reasons, each one stands alone, that this would be such a great yomtiv that there's no other yomtiv as great as this Anyam Kippur. Mahatem tog oif geherton an inyan lutzayrach amikdash. So vertos ayomtiv, because they stopped preparing something for the base amikdash. So that's the reason why it should be a day of celebration, a day of yomtiv. On Rav Menashe. Is noch meisiv, and Rav Menashe adds another point here, as the hefsik krisis eitzim lemaracha. The day that they stop cutting the wood here for the mizbeach is aza in yinayla. It's such a great thing. Bizas nikra b'shem. They gave it a special name. Maruf dem tog mitashem miyuchad yoyim taver magal has a unique and special name. This is the day of the breaking of the axe. What's so good and special about the fact that it's the day of the breaking of the axe? To me, is not stark. The questioner is even stronger. Light Rav Liazar Gadol as those was like how you kaisa made some lamaracha. Rav Liazar Gadol explains why did they stop cutting wood for the mizbeach on this day? Is val toshash kaicha shochama because the heat of the sun is not as strong anymore. Kumtais as does kum mitzad a chalishos vechisarin in an inyan toiv shebeteva. This means that there is a certain weakening and lacking in a power and nature was brengt atayeles. This power of the sun that gives the heat to dry up the wood that makes it possible to use the wood for the fire on the Mizbeach. So on this day, that power of nature has weakened and now you, don't, you won't have the proper wood available anymore. So it's basically a day where there's a certain positive power of nature that's being weakened on this day. And from then was that time. Yom Shepasko Melechis Eitzim. Is Adas Rabim now an additional point here from the fact that this reason that they stopped cutting the wood on this day is not just the opinion of one Amaira, but there's a few together that are saying this Rabbe, Rav Yosef, Rav Menashe, all three. Nit with the time of was yet the time as Adas Yochid. Unlike the previous reasons the Gemara brings, that each one of them is just one Amaira saying so. Is Mashma, so it seems as er Zatam Ikri of their Simcha beYamtiv Chamishasibav that this is a very Main reason for the joy and the yomtiv of this day, the fifteenth of Av, akupanim mer from the under the At least we can say it's more important than the other reasons quoted. Chach as kol hanach amiroi loipligi. Even though, as Rashbam says, all these amiroim that are giving these reasons are not arguing with one another. Each one heard from his teacher one reason. And it's all true, but nevertheless, this reason that a few ta- uh, Amiraim are saying must be amongst the reasons a more important reason. But how, how could it be so? It seems like that it's no reason to celebrate at all. So here in Siv Beis, the Rebbe brings what it says in the Rishayim about this. The Rishayim addressed this question. Rabbeinu Gershom Bepirusha Izakt, Rabbeinu Gershom in his Pirush on the Gemara here says, As Dikshivas from Yaim Shapasku Melichris Eitzim Lamaracha. What's so great about this day that they stopped cutting the wood for the Mizbeach is vile, it's because in this time period when they were busy cutting the wood for the Mizbeach, they didn't have the same time to learn Pasku On that day they stopped from this work, and now they established it for a Yomtev. That from here going forward, they could use this time to learn. Now, so according to what Abbe Nagashim says, 
is musber der iloy for them yoyim shaposkum elichris eitzim lamaroche. It explains what's special about this day that they stopped cutting the wood for the mizbeach. But tzlidem asu yamtiv, which therefore it's a yamtiv. Basically, they're celebrating the fact that they now have an added opportunity to learn Torah. The Rashbam Abizak, however, the Rashbam argues and gives a different reason. The Oisa Yaim Shapasku, the day that they stopped cutting the wood, Hayu Smechem, there was a big joy, Lefishiba Oisa Yaim, Hayu Mashlimen, Mitzvah Gedayla Kazais, because it's on this day that they completed such a great mitzvah. As the Maila, the Simcha, from Hefsekrisis Eitzim, the big advantage and the Simcha of this day of stopping to cut the wood is Farbundin the Mit, was not Mashful in the Mitzvah. It's connected to the fact that they completed a mitzvah. As we find this idea that when you complete a mitzvah, or you complete the whole Torah, you complete a mesechta, that's a cause and a reason for joy. And that's the main point over here, that they finished this mitzvah for the year to complete uh, uh, the cutting of the wood that they need for the mizbeach. Now the Rebbe explains, we have here the Rabbeinu Gershem and the Rashbam, why did the Rashbam not accept Rabbeinu Gershom's pshat? Why did Rashbam not accept Rabbeinu Gershom's pshat? Because according to Rabbeinu Gershom is, we have the following questions. The main point here is missing in the words of the Gemara. This, that they now had more time to learn It's not mentioned at all in the words of Rabbe or any, anything else that the Gemara says in connection to this. Now, and thus, as the Gemara is Mamshech, this, that it does say after this in the Gemara, from this day, going forward, whoever adds and learning Taita, the Abishtha will add days to his life. This is just an additional statement. This is a new guidance that the Gemara is giving. And it's not being brought here as a reason for the celebration, explaining what it said before. It's not coming to emphasize the very fact that you now have time to learn. As we can demonstrate, nor as is the main point that it's coming to say here is that now you can add from the time at night because the nights are getting shorter. So you, be, you can begin adding now from that time to the day to learn Torah. This is a, a fact regarding the fact that it's becoming shorter nights that's applicable to everyone. This has nothing to do with those that were cutting the wood and therefore didn't have time to learn. The cutting of the wood, probably like all work, was not done at night. So for the ones cutting the wood, if since it wasn't done at night, so it has nothing to do with this that it says here regarding learning more tighter because the nights are getting shorter. So it's a separate for everybody. So the question still remains that the Gemara does not ever point out that the stopping of the cutting of the wood is related with now having more time to learn. Is another question on Rabbeinu Gershom's pshat is, It's not logical to say that we're going to establish a yomtiv. True, this day brings a benefit for learning Torah, but on the other hand, it is a day that you're stopping from doing a mitzvah, and you're lacking now that mitzvah. So the yomtiv is, is being celebrated for stopping to do a mitzvah. 
That's not, that's not an adequate explanation that there should be a yontif. Therefore, the Rashbam says that the main point here is that we completed a mitzvah. And completing a mitzvah is a reason for celebration. But even according to the Rashbam's pshat, we still need to understand. When the Rashbam says that they completed to do a mitzvah gedayla, is the Rashbam yomtif. He wants to explain why is Chamisha Asabav not just a plain yomtif like any other. Nor, as the Gemara says, there's no other yomtif for Yidin like this. There's no other yomtif as great as this, and also Yom Kippur, and this is a very great and special yomtif. So therefore the Rashbam says, yeah, they completed a special and great mitzvah. But Vitzarach Bir, the question is, Favos is Kirisas Eitzin Lamarocha mitzvah gedayla? Nit stama mitzvah. Why is cutting wood for the mizbeach considered to be such a great mitzvah and not just one other mitzvah? Preparing for the mitzvah of bringing karbanas. On the contrary, is God, not a hechsha mitzvah. Seemingly, the cutting of the wood is not even a mitzvah. It's just preparing for a mitzvah. Ongreten genug eitzim in the lishka for the mizbeach and akravis akarbanas of a mizbeach. It's just preparing for the next year, that there should be enough wood in the chamber where they kept the wood for the marachah and for bringing the karbanas on the mizbech. So it's only preparing for a mitzvah. Even by the conclusion of an actual mitzvah, for example, finishing the whole teire, we don't find ever such an expression that it's such a great joy and such a great celebration that there's no other Yom Tevim that compared to this. So why here, by completing this only preparation for a mitzvah, is it a reason for such great celebration? Now there's an additional detail here in Siv Gimel that the Gemara said. In Tivri Rav Menashe, so then Rav Menashe says about this day, based on this reason, that this is the day that was referred to as the day of the breaking of the axe. So there are also two different interpretations in this. Teisus is mefarish. Teisus says all it means is From this day going forward, they stopped cutting the wood for the fire. There was no need for the axe to cut wood anymore. So they sort of put the axe aside. That's what Tavar Magal means. However, the Rashbam says, the axes were broken. They have no need for them. To chop the wood. So from the simple words of the Rashbam, it seems, as the Shem, Tavamagal meant that the words Tavamagal, which literally is translated as breaking the axe, means, It's not just an expression that does not mean literally that they broke the axe, but it just means that they didn't need the axe anymore. But it actually means literally, they broke the axe, them them or in another word for it is the axe, from Same seems from what Rashi says, that they broke the axe. Why Rashi and the Rashbam learn literally that it means that they broke the axe is simply understood. Nice of them was the poshta taich from Tava Magal, nit bottle of the posak is shviras akeli garzen. The simple translation of this unusual expression here, Tava, that they broke the axe, doesn't say bottle or posak, which would just mean that it seized or stopped. 
it means that they actually broke it. But besides this, light and pitish, as yaim tagam tavam magal main blois as malat mitn magal oifker to tondi puuluf and krisis eitzim. That all Rav Menashe is saying is that they stopped using the axe to cut wood with it. Kuntais as Rav Menashe is meisif mizayin zogan as karele yaim tagam magal tavam magal oif debere rabe v'Rav Yosef, which also said yaim sheposkim alichres eitzim lamaroche nit binyan, not as their tog is angrufen al shemzeh comes out a very funny thing. Rav Menashe is not really adding anything to what Rabbi and Rav Yosef already said. Rabbi and Rav Yosef said that this is the day that they stopped cutting the wood. What's Rav Menashe saying? Also the same thing, that it's the day that they stopped cutting wood. The only thing that he's adding is that they actually named the day with this name, the name of the stopping of the cutting of the wood. But he's not really adding anything uh, substantial to the subject here. But according to what the Rashbam and Rashi say, he's actually adding a very, very important and interesting detail, that they actually broke the axe. That's, that's what Rashi came to be, Mechadosh. Another reason why Rashi and Rashbam say what they say, another main point here is, in the minion from Tavar Magal, if all Tavar Magal means is that they did not anymore cut wood for the fire, so there's nothing unique about this day and all the following days that they did not cut wood anymore. From Chamishas above until all the following months, until the beginning of Nisan, it was all days that they held back. They did not cut wood. So what's unique about this day? That this is the day that they're not cutting wood. They're not cutting wood for any of the days following as well. So therefore the Rashbam says, as thus meant, Nishperu hakardumais, that the axes were broken. And this is what Rav Menashe is adding here. Not only didn't they cut wood, nor taver magal. Their tog is zerbrochen geworden, their magal midvelechem od kaitis given the eitzim. It's on this day that they actually broke this axe that they cut the wood with it. If so, metaphor befashtein, but now here comes a very strong question on this. In was fashtein der ilui von zerbrechen die kardumais? What's the big deal or the, 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 the great thing about the fact that they broke the axes? Bis das zerlieb dem kodele yoim taver magal. This is something which is so special and unique that we're giving a name for this day that they broke the axes on this day. As the Togret Ongerufin al Shemza, that this is the name of the day, the day that they are breaking the axe. Another question in general about this whole thing of breaking an axe is not understood. Why do they have to break the axe? You can just put it aside and not use it. On the contrary, this, wouldn't this be an Isra of Baltashchis to destroy something for no purpose? The fact that they did not want to use this axe for any other mundane use to chop wood for other purposes. It could be explained, even though the Rebbe says this is a Teichik. Since this axe was used for the purpose of preparing the wood for the Mizbeach, for Kodesh, so they didn't want to use the same axe for any needs that are for mundane things. So, okay, so now we understand that they can't just take it and make use out of it for other things. But the question still is, what's the point though of breaking this axe? 
that could be left to use it for the following year, to cut wood with it next year. Okay, so that's the question over here on what Rav Menashe says. So Bechlal, we need to understand what's this mitzvah gedayla about the cutting the wood that because of this it's such a great yomtiv when they complete this mitzvah. And what's this idea of breaking this axe and so much so that we give this name to the day that it's a, the day of the breaking of the axe. Okay, so the Rebbe here will explain what this Indian is, but first, to give us the proper context of what's going on over here, in Sivdala, the Rebbe begins explaining the Chlal regarding the Yom Tov of Chamisha Asabu'av, and the other reasons that the Gemara brings first about this. The Abir so the explanation here is as follows. The, the statement of Rabshim Gamliel in the Mishnah, he's the one that says that that there were no Yomim Tevim for Yidin that were as great as the 15th of Av. Kom Pehem it's following and it concludes to the Divriya Mishnah, to what it said earlier in the Mishnah, V'nigeyah Tishabav, regarding the day of Tishabav. V'asiz der Yoyim Ha'evel Bashana, which is the day of mourning in the year. V'asiz Meshach Hashana is Nitona Chazah Yoyim Heipach HaSimcha V'ayom Tev V'idetok V'intishabav. During the year, there's no other day in the year that is, is a day of the opposite of joy and opposite of a yomtiv, like the day of Tishabav. Tisha so a connection to this is the Mishnah, so the Mishnah continues and concludes with the positive, and then in the opposite extreme, no greater yomtiv for Yidin like the 15th of Av and Yom Kippur. So now, is move on the yomtag. So based on this, that Chamisha Asibu'av is the opposite extreme of the opposite of Simcha of Tishabav. So as move on the Yumtak, this explains and it gives us a, a Gishmak understanding as the actual reasons that are given for the celebration of this day. They are actually things that are in, co- in contrast, and the opposite, the source of joy of these things are because they are the exact opposite of what causes the mourning for the day of Tisha B'Av. Yes, yeah, so if we'll look now here, the Rebbe will go through the reasons. M- most of them, you can see it very clearly how it is, the exact opposite of what happened on Tisha B'Av. The Pashtus move on, it's simply understood, the midbar, the day that the people stopped dying in the midbar, which is the Bittl Hagzeide, Nitzu Arangen in Eretz Yisrael. This nullified the decree that began on Tisha B'av not to enter into Eretz Yisrael. And finally, on Chamisha Asabav, this Gzeda, they realized, had stopped. On Yom Shenitnu Haruge Beta Lekvura, the day that the people that were killed by Beta were able to be buried, Vazeiz and Benigud on their Tikkun, Tutsuditzvei Yonim Vaz Betisha B'av Nigzar Alavisenish Leikonsu, Ubetisha B'av Nilkedo Beta. Oh, so the Rebbe here goes back to the, 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 both reasons here. So the fact that on this day, the Gzeda of not going into Eretz Yisrael stopped. So this is in contrast to the fact that on Tisha B'av, the Gzeda that Yidu should not enter into Eretz Yisrael took place. And also, Tisha B'av was the day that the city of Beta was conquered and Yidin were killed. And then it was Hamisha Sub'av when they were able to be buried. So that's also sort of nullifying and the opposite of the source of the morning of the day of Tisha B'av. So not to explain also regarding the other reasons that it says there in the Gemara, the Ereshtetam Inyan, what the Gemara brings is, so the very first reason that the Gemara brings for the celebration of Chamisha Ba'as above, Yoim Shuhutru Shvatim Lovizebizeh. 
the day that the Shvatim were allowed to marry into one another. Yes, I explained this in the beginning, and here the Rebbe will spend more time and focus more to explain how in any way is this the opposite of the cause of mourning of Tisha B'av. So let's see. So it's a ge'endik, der opalt von leitisev nachlo mimata lamata acher. What really ended here was that the reason Yidin were not allowed to marry one into another is, as I mentioned, because if there's a woman from one shevet that inherited a property from her shevet and marries then into another shevet, she'll be bringing over that property to then be inherited by her husband or children from a different shevet. So therefore, by being mevatel, this is sort of intermarrying, so now it becomes possible that the nachla of one shevet could actually end up by the nachla of another shevet. If so, if you think about this, it comes out that this hetter for the Shvatim to intermarry brings a maila in the entrance and the settling of Yidin and Eretz Yisrael on the Farasul Yomtev. And that's why this is a reason for it to be a day of a Yomtev. Meaning that this day is not just a celebration for the fact that now it makes it easier for these women to get married because we take off a certain limitation, but this actually also brings an added knisa of Yidin and Teretz Yisrael. How is that? The Beer is a sort of explanation for this is as follows. And there's two points to this. Calls Mansis given the Isser from Lesisiv Nachlegaimer as long as this Isser is in place that they shouldn't intermarry in order that we should be sure that the nachla of one shevet remains there, and not by another, the inheritance of the portion of every shevet must remain with that shevet that it was given to. So is so two things. First of all, so regarding this portion that this shevet has, it can't be considered a full-fledged ownership. There's a certain limitation in the ownership. You can't do with it whatever you want. You can't give it over to a different shevet. So therefore, that's the first limitation there is in the ownership here. Additionally, regarding the entire Eretz Yisrael, in other words, the ownership and connection that any individual yid of any shevet has to the whole Eretz Yisrael, has a clock in Shaykh so a, a yid from one shevet that has his portion has no connection to any other part of Eretz Yisrael. He doesn't even have the possibility to attain ownership. It's not fit for him to become an owner of that shevet. Every shevet has his portion and it's set up in a way that you're not allowed to intermarry and there's no possibility for you ever getting an inheritance from a different shevet. So when this Isser of intermarrying was removed, So this now brought about in both of these points that number one, now there's a full Shleimus that every individual Yid has in his Chelek, because he could do with it whatever he wants. He has the full expression of ownership even to, to choose to give it to someone else. And also, it's now possible that every year should get an ownership on the entire Eretz Yisrael. These two points over here regarding the ownership of Yidin in Eretz Yisrael, the full ownership of the portion of every individual shevet, and also the possibility of ownership on the entire Eretz Yisrael, those are two different aspects of the connection of Yidin to Eretz Yisrael. So Yishloimah, this is al-derech, o me'ein, the tzvei, o'ifanem, be'bailos, from b'nei Yisrael, of Eretz Yisrael. 
that this is similar to the two kinds of ownerships that Yidin have over Eretz Yisrael, which is Bayit Mishal Yerusha, or Bayit Mishal Matana. Eretz Yisrael is both considered to be an inheritance, and it's also a gift. As the Rebbe brings the sources for this, regarding the uh, connection of Yidin, as it's brought here in Hara 47. So when it comes to the fact that Eretz Yisrael is an inheritance for Yidin, What's considered to be full inheritance? When you inherit and then divide the portions and each one can get his part. If you don't divide it, then what do you have from the inheritance? So the inheritance is once it's divided. Here the main emphasis is that every individual shevet is getting his portion for his shevet. So over here, the, the, the shleimos of the bylos that's relevant is the fact that you can do with your portion whatever you want. But when it comes to the fact that Eretz Yisrael is a gift, is other Over there, on the contrary, over here, when the Eibushta gives, he gives with a good eye, which means nasan akayl. The Eibushta gives everything to all of Klal Yisrael. And the Nisina is Bishle Musa. As far as the giver is concerned, the Abishta gives and gives completely. And even when there is that Isra in the first generation that the Nalara marry into another Shevet in order that the portion of one Shevet should not go to the other, so seemingly the, it's impossible for one Shevet to get a portion from the entire Eretz Yisrael, is this Narvas Ar Yehudah There is a lion, which is this Isra. That's an external reason that's, not, that's stopping you from actually accessing this piece of land. But as far as the giver is concerned, as far as the gift, the Abishu gives the gift completely to everyone, whether they're able to access it or not. So over here, the point is that every single Yid really is receiving this gift of the entire Eretz Yisrael. Okay, so now coming back here to the point. So we understand of all of this. As the Shleimus HaKnisel Eretz Yisrael, when is there the full entry of Yidin Eretz Yisrael? As is the Bailus B'Shleimus, when they have the full Bailus on their portion. And that it should not be possible that every single year should get an inheritance and a portion in any part of the entire Eretz Yisrael. In actuality, not only because the Abish gives, but you should actually be able to access it. So this was made possible, this was revealed. When the Shvatim were able to marry, intermarry one to another. So it comes out that this reason of Hutru Shvatim Lavi is the contrast, and it's the opposite of Tishabov, which is the time when the Gzeda was that Eden should not enter into Eretz Yisrael. Okay, now after all of this, we move on to the actual reason that the Rebbe focused on in the beginning of the Sikhe regarding the fact that it's the day that they stopped cutting the wood for the fire on the Mizbeach. So here in Sifei, the Rebbe begins, So even though there were five different things that occurred to Yidin on Tishabov. On the Ersh, the Indian is, And the first of the five is that it was decreed that Yidin should not enter into Eretz Yisrael. But the main reason for the decree to fast on Tishabov is because of the destruction of the Beis Mikdash that happened on this day. So therefore the Gemara accepts. What's the main reason why this day of Chamish Asibav was such a great celebration? 
because it's the day that they stop chopping the wood for the fire on the Mizbeach. An Inyan was the Shaykh Tzum Binyan Vikiyum So number one, we can see very clearly that this is related to the building and the upkeep of the Beis HaMikdash, the Heipech von Chorban Abayis, the opposite of the destruction of the Beis HaMikdash. So therefore, this is considered to be the main reason. In, now, in this itself, there are two details, because in Chorban Abayis and in Da'at Sveinyan, when it comes to the destruction of the Beis HaMikdash, there are two different aspects. There are Chorban Abayis, the actual destruction, as the Snidok in Beis HaMikdash, B'meil HaOichnit, the Seder HaAvedah Shabbat, the Beis HaMikdash is destroyed, and we don't have not the Beis HaMikdash, and not all of the Aveda that was done in the Beis HaMikdash, primarily the Karbanas. And then Sibas HaChorban. What caused the destruction was Babay Yesheni, versus Charmelon, Funim Chorben Rishayin, what caused the destruction of the second Beis HaMikdash, which as it says in Shulchan Aruch, is more severe than the destruction of the first Beis HaMikdash, is the Sibig event, Mipnei Shehoisabai Sinas The reason was because of the baseless hatred that there was amongst Eden. So it's both of these reasons that if we look into this reason of Yom Shepaskum Elichrois, as the Rebbe says, on the Heipach Fundit Svei Yanim, so what is the antidote to both of these things? And the fact that on this day, they stopped cutting the wood for the fire on the Mizbeach is the opposite of the destruction of the Beis HaMikdash and also the opposite of Sinas Chinam, of the baseless hatred. How is that? So here the Rebbe will explain this with a beautiful Arichas de Gehazber, what is really the Indian of cutting the wood on the Mizbeach. And here in Sivav, the Rebbe introduces first one more diak, one more questionnaire on the Gemara. We'll understand this with first introducing another point here that we can ask on the Gemara. Slivvast of the Gemara brengen the Raya. Why does the Gemara have to bring the proof regarding the celebration of the day because they stopped cutting the wood? The Tanya Rabbiyeza God loimer mechamisha sebaav eilech. That from this day, the power of the sun, the heat of the sun is less, so they can't cut wood anymore for the fire. Why is it relevant for us to know what the reason is that you can't cut wood anymore? What, what difference does it make to cause? It's the day that they stopped, that they ended, or maybe the Rashbam says completed, completed this great mitzvah of cutting wood. What is the cause that it's this date on the calendar that they stopped? How is that relevant? And especially as the Smacht, noch schwerer zu verstehen, die Sibbe von der Simche, von dem Paske Melichis Eitzen. And especially this only makes it more difficult to understand why this is a reason to celebrate. This is simply just the fact that the, the sun, the light of the sun is less, and therefore there could be more moisture in the wood, so they had no choice and they had to stop. It's not like there was anything unique about this day. It was just technically because of nature. So they were forced to stop. So it doesn't really add anything to explaining what's unique about this day. So the explanation here is, as he anisenis. This itself is actually a very main point to explain why this day is such a great celebration. When they cut wood, for the fire on the Mizbeach at Oif what it really accomplished was, as B'meshach kol Ashana, that for the entire year, Zomakana makrev zayin of Mizbeach, alles suge karbonis, that Yidin had the possibility to bring all kinds of karbonis on the Mizbeach, sai the karbonis yochid, whether it's a carbon that an individual brings, v'siyad reine, b'frat, whether you have an obligation to bring a carbon, or you made a vow to bring a carbon, or you just want to simply donate a carbon, 
inside the Karbanis Tzibah from Klal Yisrael, or to bring the Karbanis Tzibah that were brought every single day, and especially in a Shabbos and a Yom Tiv, from the entire Klal Yisrael. Every single year there's a portion in this carbon. On his Tutzachayif, and it's, it's the carbon sibir also bring a certain atonement for every year, depending on which carbon sibir this is. So therefore, what do we understand? What's really the whole idea of cutting wood for the mizbeach? What's so great about preparing the wood? This haze, in other words, this means as the pu'olu from Krisa Seitzim, this whole activity of preparing and cutting the wood is betoichna v'inyana di mitzvah from tzedakah. The content and the whole concept of what this is, is a mitzvah of doing tzedakah. So before we get into the individual tzedakah here, but this is just another example of tzedakah, of a person giving of his time and preparing and bringing wood, donating the wood for these karbanas. So this is simply a mitzvah of tzedakah, which in its own right, tzedakah is, is as great as all mitzvahs. And the entire Talmud Yerushalmi, as the Altarev quotes in Tanya, the mitzvah of tzedakah is referred to as a stam mitzvah, because this is the most important of all mitzvahs. And especially when this mitzvah of tzedakah is fulfilled in the greatest way. Then, so of course, this becomes not just a very great mitzvah because it's tzedakah amongst all other mitzvahs, but this is a very great way of giving tzedakah and it becomes a very great mitzvah. And here the Rebbe will specify. So the first point over here is that this is a tzedakah, not just in relation to anyone's own personal needs, but this is tzedakah to make it possible to bring karbanas in the base of Mikdash. Now, the godless from their tzedakah is, what's the greatness about this tzedakah here? Isai bekamus. Number one, it's in the quantity of what's being given there. This is a mitzvah, you're providing wood, which can be used then for the karbanis of every individual, and also being used by the karbanis tzibur for all the klal Yisrael as a whole. And making possible for the Avaidah to go on in the Beis HaMikdash. All Karbanas, Yachid and Sibar. Unsai, Gatlas Peichos. But there's also a greatness in this mitzvah of Tzedakah, which is the quality of this mitzvah. Anandis Suk Tzedakah. It's a different kind of Tzedakah here. Why? If not, for the fact that these families cut this wood until this day of the 15th of Av, is Nachtem Nita Eitzim Aruyim Lamarach. You're giving a Tzedakah? Something which later on in the year, it's just not available. It's, there, there is no wood possible to find to be used. It's fit for the fire in the Mizbeach. So this is a kind of tzedakah. It's not like a tzedakah that you, you're doing something, you could do it now, you could do it later, it's always available, and you're giving. You're giving something which no one has access to. It's this time of the year now that there's access, and you're making sure that we're hopping it out and giving it now. And then later, it's something that's not found, and you're providing it in advance. And this is the point here, why the Gemara brings this b'raisa of Rebbe Yezra Godl. It's not just simply bringing a proof for the fact that they were forced to stop to cut the wood on this day. It's from the 15th of Av that the sun, the heat of the sun is not as strong anymore. So the point is from here forward, 
This is something that's not available anymore. So therefore, this makes the mitzvah of tzedakah a much greater mitzvah. You're providing something for all yidin that show up later on. A yid comes, for example, in the middle of Chaydish Kislev, and he has nothing he can do. He can try and the best he can, but it's a time of the year where it's just not available. And here there's this great mitzvah that someone thought about you in advance, months in advance, and he prepared for you here this, this wood for you. That's the great mitzvah. So we automatically additionally understand as the mid the shleimos from binyan habeis By completing this mitzvah, preparing this wood, what you're really doing is you're completing the actual building of the beis itself. Why? Binyan beis is what is the whole building of the beis As the Rambam says, as olzain bayis l'ashem muchan liyos makrivim bayakarbanis. A house, not just a structure, but a house, the whole, what, is, what is the content of what this house is? Prepared. A place available to bring carbonus in it. And this is made possible and is completed on this day of You finish cutting the wood for the base of Mikdash, for the fire. So it actually becomes a place that you could bring carbonus. It makes you have not the wood till the, the following If you just have the structure of the Beis Hamikdash and there's no possibility to bring carbonus, you're not only lacking carbonus, there's something lacking in the very structure itself. It's an empty structure and it's meaningless. You have the wood for all the months of the year, so now it's a bias muchan. It's 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 the house of the Beis Hamikdash for what it has to be. That's why this is such a great mitzvah. As the Rashbam said, a mitzvah g'dayla, greater than any other mitzvah that you would complete. And therefore, it's a yomtiv, it's a great yomtiv for completing such a great mitzvah of tzedakah and completing the building of the Beis HaMikdash. So now, after all of this, the Rebbe continues in Siv Zayin, what did Rav Menashe add? What did Rav Menashe add when he said that it's the day that they broke the axe? And this will bring out the mila of this day to an even greater extent. Of them is is Moshev Rav Menashe the Karulei Yom Tavar Magal. Rav Menashe comes and adds that they <coughs> call this day the day that they broke the axe, which means as Mitn Hefsik Krisus Eitzim on this day when they stopped cutting the wood to Tzachayif Noch Hatifir Inyan in Shleimus from Binyan Abayis. There's actually something more and greater and deeper that was accomplished in the building of the Beis Hamikdash. It's not only the fact that now you have sort of finished the structure of the Vesa Mikdash, that it's actually a structure ready to bring Karbanis, but there's even another point there. What is that? So the Rebbe gives the following introduction. The Mishnah tells us regarding this that it's prohibited to have any piece of metal touch the stones that were, the Mizbech was built from. Was the Evan that puzzle? If it's touched by metal, so then the stone becomes puzzle of being used for the Mizbech. You can't build a Mizbech with stones that were chiseled or cut with any metal utensil. What's the reason? Metal is created to shorten a person's life. And the Mizbeach is created for the purpose to lengthen a person's life. 
And the Rebbe emphasizes over here, Nivrat, not only that a Mizbeach maybe has a certain feature that it brings long life, or that a metal has a certain feature that it could cause to shorten someone's life, but this was created to shorten, and the Mizbeach is created to, to lengthen a person's life. They're polar opposites, and therefore you can't allow metal to touch the stones of the Mizbeach. So this is what Rav Menashe is adding, according to Rashi and the Rashbam, when he says that this is the time when they broke the axe. They broke this axe, which is obviously a metal axe. The greatness of this day of the 15th of Av. When they, they finished cutting the wood for the fire. Bashtait consists not only not in an mitzvah, not only in simply finishing, prepare what's needed for a mitzvah, and therefore now they don't want to use the same axe used for a purpose of preparing a mitzvah for another mundane use. So that's one point. Finishing, preparing a mitzvah. When I fill in it, and it's not only the fact that it's blois, that it's only in them was betoichna, is thus a mitzvah gedayla from tzedakah, um sever durch dem abayis l'ashem muchalnias makriven bar karbanis, and not only is it, as was explained before in Sivop, that this is a mitzvah of tzedakah and not stam tzedakah, but a very great tzedakah in kamos and eichos and so on. And also, this is the completion of the building of the Beis HaMikdash. So this is all what we already explained before. Nor nochme. Here of Menashe adds that even more so. What they did on this day is they fulfilled the whole purpose of the building of the Beis HaMikdash, HaMizbeach, Vahakravas, HaKarbonis, which is the Mizbeach and the bringing of the Karbonis. The building of the Beis HaMikdash was all for the Karbonis. Thus was the Mizbeach is Nivra, Laharech, Yom of Shaladam. The Mizbeach is created. Its entire creation is to lengthen a person's life, Ayyadeya, Kravis, Akarbanis, Olav, through bringing the Karbanis on it. Hatzach Oivketon, an Oizketrik in Dem Tog, so that was actually accomplished and expressed on this day, Ubegemar Krisa Seitzim, when they finished cutting the wood. Noch Eider, Mod Gebracht, the Eitzim, the Mikdash, Alamaroche, the Alatek business, and even before they actually used this wood for all the following months until the month of Nissen. So already what the Mizbech is created for is being accomplished on this day, how? In Dem Tabermagel, by the fact that they're breaking the axe. What does that mean, breaking the axe? That's haste. What the point of breaking the axe is, already now, on this day of the 15th of Av, is men poil, you accomplish men sebrecht um bevatl dem inyan hafchi from mizbeach v'akravas akarbanis. They break and they get rid of anything that's the opposite of what the mizbeach and karbanis represents, which is the barzel versus nivra l'katsi yom of shaladam. This metal, which its entire existence, it's created to shorten a person's life. So by finishing, preparing the wood needed for the Mizbeach, so they completed this great mitzvah. Oh, now we have the completion of the Mizbeach and the completion of the Beis HaMikdash. How is this even expressed to a deeper extent by actually then taking that axe that's used and breaking that very axe, which is created for the opposite, to shorten a person's life? So therefore, what the Mizbeach will accomplish later is now already expressed by breaking this axe. And this is why they actually literally broke this metal axe. And the 
since from here going forward, it, it's not needed anymore. It's not used anymore to cut the wood for the Mizbeach. So therefore, what is this axe now? So now all this axe is that it's created to shorten a person's life. So what do you do with such an axe now? This axe should be broken. This axe here was only being used and it only had a positive aspect to it as long as it was being used for the Mizbeach. So now this axe that was used for the Mizbeach we don't want this very same axe to be in existence in the world because this is an axe that represents the opposite of the Mizbech, to shorten a person's life. So therefore, they broke this axe. Okay, so therefore, by the very breaking of the axe, it expressed what the Mizbech is all about. So that's a, a deeper concept that came out on this day of Hamisha Sabav. And in order 75, the Rebbe answers the question that this is not Baltashchis, because Baltashchis is only when you break or destroy without a purpose. But over here, there's a purpose in breaking this axe, because we don't want to have the axe of the Mizbeach, which is to express lengthening a person's life, that it should exist in the world and represent the exact opposite. So therefore, it has to be broken. So the Rebbe concludes this Indian that this is connected to the continuation that the Gemara speaks about over there, regarding the day of Chamisha Seba'av, and this is also the other subject of Chamisha Seba'av, the union of Achtos. As the Rebbe said before, there's two different details regarding Chamisha Seba'av, the day that the destruction of the Beis HaMikdash, so we understand now, regarding the breaking of the axe and the completion of this mitzvah, that it's the opposite of both the destruction of the Beis HaMikdash, because this is completing a great mitzvah, that is the building of the Beis HaMikdash, and we also understand how it's the opposite of the cause of the Chorbin, which is Sinas Chinam, because this whole union of preparing the world is the greatest act of Atzdokke and giving and sharing with others, the union of Avis Yisrael and Achtos to share with another Yid. But here the Rebbe will take off on the point of the Achtos that this is connected to as the Gemara continues there. So now based on this, that we understand that what's the content of this day Chamisha Sabav, to express the achtos between Yidin, that here you had families that dedicated for their time to worry about what's going to be with Yidin, they're going to come in a few months from now, and they're not going to have wood for their karbonis, and it just won't be available for them. So this is the greatest uh, idea of achtos, one Yid thinking about another. The exact opposite, and to rectify and to nullify baseless hatred. Which was the cause of the whole destruction. Is move on, so we also understand the Gemara continues and says, was the Yomtiv, the Simchum from Chamishasabov, is Bashtanan and them. So the Yomtiv and the joy of this day also consists of this, was Benoist Yerushalayim, Yoytzeis, Vachoyleis, Bekromim, that the daughters of Yerushalayim would go out and dance in the vineyards. What does dancing mean? They go and they dance together in one circle. Not looking at the fact that there's a lot of different levels and there are differences between these girls. As the Gemara there itself describes, beautiful, or with a very good lineage, or even the ugly. And they all came together. As the Braise enumerates it all. They all enter into the same circle. That's what a machl means. A circle. Which means that they're together in peace and in unison. Furthermore, the Gemara describes there. What did they dress? They were dressed with white garments and it was borrowed garments, not to embarrass someone that didn't have of his own. And the Gemara there describes who borrowed from whom. 
A daughter of a king, a princess, would borrow from the daughter of the Kohen Gadol, which is a level lower than her, and Bas Kohen Gadol, Mi Bas Skan. The daughter of the Kohen Gadol would borrow from the daughter of the second in command to the Kohen Gadol, and so on, in this kind of order. Everyone would borrow from someone that's on a lower level than him. So this conduct expresses even stronger the Shlemus from the Shalem Va'achtos, to what extent the peace and unity was between them, biz, as divos gehert, some choshever and sog, that those girls that came from a more prominent family is shayeles, she is going to borrow, or even more so, bet, will beg light, or will, will borrow, and zich machnia, or makabel, from them was balang, so asu to borrow specifically from someone that's in a lower category than her, and to lower yourself, to take from someone that's lower than you. And with the same theme is the conclusion of the whole Masechta here. That in the future Hashem will make one circle for all tzaddikim and Hashem sits between them in Gan Eden and everyone will point to Hashem as the Pasuket continues as the Masechta finishes. What does this mean? This will be the absolute unity and joining together of all the Klal And it refers to all Yidin, which are all described as Tzadikim. Tzadikim, all together. And this is explained in detail and at length in the Hadron of the Rebbe that we learned in Chelek Yites. And then... To connect back to this point of Tavar Magal breaking the axe. And on that day when Mashiach comes will be the ultimate day of breaking the axe. To break the axe, which is the metal of the entire world, which is as the Pasik says, that they will break the, the swords and turn it into plowshares. And one nation will not raise a sword to fight with another nation. And it will be fully fulfilled what the Mizbeach does to bring only life and long life for every person in Atam Kruim Adam, especially and specifically regarding Eden, which are referred to as Adam. Arichas Yomim Bishanim, long life and days in the world, in the Mizman from Tchias Amesim, Lost Lava, in the time period after Tchias Amesim. Biz Kol Yisrael, including by Kol Yisrael, that is, by all Yidin, Vas Yeshlam, Chelik Loylam Abba, that have a portion in the world to come, Shenema, Vamech Kulam Tzadikim, as Allah. As that all Yidin together, and the Machal Tzadikim will take part in this big circle of Tzadikim, that the Ebishtu will form, speedily in our times.